Hello and welcome to the Mind Body Free Podcast. I am your host, Abigail Moss. I'm a healer, coach, and mentor. I help people gain the tools, confidence, and clarity to heal themselves, to remember their deeper purpose, and share their gifts with the world. And today I want to talk to you about a framework between mind, body, and spirit, and one that I use to move through challenges to understand kind of the matrix that makes up me or how I experience life in this world and how I can work with that to let go of anything that isn't serving me and to bring in healing and peace. And this is kind of the approach that I use for my own inner journey of healing as well as what I help others to learn and create freedom in their lives with. So I have a lot of things I want to cover today, (laughs) but I'm going to kind of break it down one by one. All right, so I'm going to walk you through my framework. And as I do, I encourage you to participate. So when I'm walking you through a breathing exercise, I encourage you to breathe with me in that exercise. When I'm walking you through releasing a painful belief, I encourage you to choose one that's relevant for you or if it resonates the one I'm talking about and practice releasing it with me and allow that energy shift to support you. So you can really experience what this is like because it's really an experiential process. It's one thing to understand something, but it's another to step into that process and feel it in your body. And that's really where the magic happens. And with that being said, let's get started. And I want to begin by speaking about the body, the mind, and the spirit. So the body, as we know, is an energy circuit. Energy flows throughout the body. Our body is also responding to our external environment and our internal world. So it's responding to our thoughts, our emotions, our beliefs. And as we do that... As we give meaning to the experiences that we have, because it's not any, it's not the event or an experience that can cause something to be painful or joyful. It's the meaning that we assign to it. So if we assign a meaning that, or if we were told that something is bad or wrong, then when we experience it, we'll feel shame, we'll feel discomfort, because in that moment, we've made it bad or wrong through a belief that we picked up from somebody else, as an example. But the event itself, without any meaning that we give it, without agreeing to any meaning that others have given it, it's simply an experience. There are sensations, there are emotions, there was your breath, and then the rest is what you decide it to be. And the beauty is that you can decide that to be anything at any time. So if you've believed something in the past that has left pain in your body, you can change the meaning that you've given to that. And in doing so, change your whole reality. So thoughts and beliefs are kind of a big deal. And when we have a thought or a belief that is not in alignment for us, that is untrue for us, your body is going to try to reject that. Just as if you had a thorn in your side, your body would create pain and inflammation. It would 
do what it can to try to get your attention and try to get that out of your system. And it's the same thing with thoughts and beliefs. And by the way, beliefs are just thoughts that we give power to by agreeing with them. So if you have a belief somewhere that you picked up when you were younger that said you aren't worthy, you don't belong, or you're not lovable, those are really painful beliefs because they're not in alignment for your true nature. Because just you being here, breathing, being alive, existing, being energy, being consciousness, you are worthy of that. And to argue with that, to think you're not worthy is arguing with existence. And that might be a losing battle. (laughs) So your body is going to try to reject things like that. And it's going to do that through anxiety depression, physical pain, chronic pain, illness, or disease. If left unchecked for too long, it can progress to things like that. So it starts out as emotion, anger, sadness, grief, agitation. And then, you know, if left for too long, it can turn into those more physical manifestations. And so part of healing these things that show up these symptoms, you know, of anger, grief, pain, depression, anxiety. It's about going in and releasing what's been trapped in the body that is a foreign object, what's been trapped that's been poisoning the body. And we do that by going back and by looking at, okay, what beliefs did I form when this thing happened? What did I believe about myself? What, are, what it beliefs have been hanging out there in the background causing this pain in my body, causing this discomfort? And with that, there's emotions. So emotions respond to the thoughts that we think. So you could think right now about a memory, about any memory that felt joyful to you. The, one of the best things, just letting it appear in your mind. Or you could simply think of joy. Just think of the energy of joy and just call that in just for the sake of feeling it. And then you're going to feel a lightness, maybe a expansiveness. However you feel that in your body is unique to you. But it is your thought that welcomes that into your body. That welcomes the experience of joy into you. And it may also simply be a presence. It may also simply be a lack of thought that can bring joy. Maybe joy is already a part of your nature. And as you shed the layers of thought and distraction, you simply reconnect with the essence of joy that is always latent inside of you. And so as we learn to harness the power of the mind... We learn how to point our attention into the places we want it to be instead of where we don't want it to be. Because it's not uncommon for the mind to obsess about what is causing it pain. And this can be kind of a mechanism of trying to heal that. But the mind can get caught in a loop, a loop of feeling not good enough, of feeling betrayed, abandoned, hurt in some way. 
of feeling scared. And the mind can begin to obsess about thoughts, about past experiences, about um, distracting or addictive habits to numb the pain of that thought being there. And so the mind can kind of spiral and get caught in thought loops. And when that happens, it can feel really overwhelming, anxiety can kick in, and the breath kind of pauses. So we can actually hold our breath quite a bit without realizing it when we go deep into thought or emotion. (sighs) We can also hold the fullness of our breath for years. So we can stop breathing deeply. And deep, deep breathing is kind of breathing into the diaphragm. It's deep belly breathing. It's allowing your belly to naturally expand as you inhale and collapse as you exhale. And so most people who I've worked with don't breathe deep into their belly the majority of the time. And I've gone through large periods of not breathing deeply into my body. And when we get caught in overwhelm or anxiety or living in our mind, then when we realize that the mind may try to think its way out of overthinking, we can kind of get in this thought loop of battling with ourselves, with the mind yelling at itself to quiet. (laughs) And that doesn't help either. Then that becomes another part of this. We're still not in the place we need to be, which is grounded deeply into the body. And so what we need to do to break that cycle is come into the breath. You need to breathe deep into your belly as you inhale. And allow your belly to collapse as you exhale. And as you continue breathing this way, it will naturally quiet the mind. It may have some thoughts kind of on the back burner in the distance. That's okay. Just keep returning to the breath. Just keep pointing the focus back to the breath. It will calm the nervous system. And it will reactivate the flow of energy in your body. Because the body is an energy circuit. And when we get lost in painful thoughts or emotions... Or when painful thoughts and emotions get trapped in the body from an experience that hasn't yet been processed, we can hold our breath. And when we hold our breath, it stops the flow of energy in the body. And the energy in the body wants to always be flowing. It's a circuit. It's like water. You imagine rivers that are flowing. The water moves. It's being nourished. It's being cleaned. If you, get, if you go and you see a pond and it's all stagnant and got some scum and stuff growing on the top, that's not a healthy body of water to drink from. So we want the currents of energy flowing through us to be healthy, to move debris out, to keep us clean and nourished and well. And the breath moves that. The breath will reactivate that current of energy that got caught, that got paused or held back through a painful experience, through painful thoughts and emotions. Now with this, when you reactivate that current of energy, it also means moving the things that have been stuck, the moving the debris that caused the flow of energy in your body to stop moving. And so that is the painful emotions and thoughts. And so you may or may not notice them, but when you breathe deeply into your belly over time, ah, <sighs> You may feel emotion coming up. 
you may have memories of something that wasn't fully processed, big or small, as that emotion comes up. And that is just fine. That's a good sign. But what we want to do is to witness that and let it move through us, to not hold on to that, to not identify as those thoughts in that moment and let them completely overwhelm us. Because then we grab onto that and we create that loop, the thought loop in the mind, and we reactivate more painful emotions. And we don't need to do that. So most emotions will move through you in a couple of minutes. And all you have to do is breathe and let yourself feel it and let yourself see the thoughts. And with our breath, as we do this, we're cultivating awareness. And as we cultivate awareness, it's a form of presence. It's a form of feeling the body. It's a form of grounding into the body and allowing thoughts to be there, but not believing that we are in, that we are those thoughts. So it's creating a space between you as the observer, as the consciousness experiencing life, and the thoughts that appear in your mind. And as you create that space between you and those thoughts, you gain the freedom to let them go, the freedom to choose the ones that feel in alignment in your body, in your life, and to release the ones that have been painful or limiting. So the breath is a powerful, powerful tool, and it may be very simple, maybe so simple the mind would almost overlook it. The mind may think it needs a very complex and complicated system to sort out its predicament. But really, step one is the foundation of breath. As you breathe deeply, it activates the current of energy in the body and gets energy flowing and moving. As energy gets flowing and moving through the body, it releases old emotions. It releases old memories, old things that have not been fully processed. And the process of releasing them is perhaps feeling heat rising, perhaps feeling tears appear in your eyes if you do this for long enough, (sighs) perhaps thinking of something, having a realization, remembering, understanding something in a new way. Or perhaps it's a memory that doesn't feel good, a thought that never felt good. And as that appears, you continue breathing and you realize it's temporary. It is passing through you, through the experience of you witnessing it. So you keep breathing. And that breath keeps flowing. The breath, the energy in the body keeps moving and it pumps that out of your system. Perhaps you feel tingling in different places of your body. Perhaps you feel more sensation deep into your belly. And this is a awareness coming in. This is a deeper mind-body connection. This is the mind, your, conscious, uh, your consciousness, your conscious awareness grounding more deeply into the body. And in doing so, reactivating aliveness in the body. As we breathe. <sighs> And sighing is great. (laughs) Sighing is a nice release. It's so good for the heart. 
As you sigh, the heart lets go. The heart releases anxiety, overwhelm. And brings you back into presence, to feeling more centered. So the breath has profound power of alchemy, of transforming your system, of releasing untrue thoughts, painful emotions, of activating your circuit of energy that flows through you. And as you do that, you begin healing physical problems because physical illness is where energy stopped flowing in the body. And when energy stops flowing, that part of the body is not able to be nourished or cleansed properly. (sighs) So we allow ourselves to breathe and to feel whatever comes up so the body can come back into wholeness with the consciousness, with the energy that we are made of. And the breath is a powerful, simple tool that you have with you. It is what you need as you come into this world and you leave this world with a final breath. It is where your spirit meets your body. And it is the circuit, the pump, which flows a circuit of energy through your body. And as you turn that switch back on, it also means being willing to feel emotions. And in feeling the emotions, you are releasing them. That is the process of letting go of any tears that were not allowed to be shed is by allowing them to be shed. And no emotion can break you. You are stronger than any emotion, than any past experience. Because it's all in the past. All the emotions we hold on to are from the past. You've already survived it. Now it's simply a matter of allowing it to be processed so that you can feel fully alive and present with the wholeness of who you are, your body, mind, and spirit. And the breath is a form of reunion with your body, mind, and spirit. Yeah, And so as we come back into reunion with ourselves, you may feel a pulsing of energy, a flowing, a tingling. And if there's places where you haven't been able to feel that have been numb for some time, feeling it, you might feel temporary physical pain or emotion. And this is a process of thawing out. So if you have lived in colder climates like I do in Canada. You may have been out for too long in the cold without mitts on or your hands or your toes got really, really cold. They may have gotten to a point of being cold, then painful, and then numb. You can't feel them anymore at all. And the other side of that, when you go back into warmth, when you get inside, you might feel a tingling. And then depending on how cold you got, it might actually hurt. Your your nerves might be just reacting to the shifting from feeling so cold to coming back into warmth and this process of thawing out can involve some temporary pain but it's simply a process of transitioning back into a healthy state and this is kind of the healing journey 
we go into the discomfort and we breathe through it and we release that which has not been serving you, the emotions that have been trapped in the body, the untrue beliefs that are not in alignment with your natural, expansive, loving, free self. And as we release that, we are a witness to ourselves. We let go of the layers that of, of pain, of untruth, of emotion that kept us from seeing our own natural state of aliveness, of balance, of light, of strength. Because that's always in you. Always. That's a part of you. It's a part of your essence. You are an infinite being with infinite potential. And we kind of have a habit of putting ourselves in a little itty-bitty box. You know, we, we, we get handy these little boxes when we're little kids, babies, growing up, saying, you are a girl, you are a boy, you are, you know, you can do this, you can't do this. You know, th- you are smart, you're not. And we have experiences where we decide if we're loved, if we're not. If we're worthy, if we're not. If we can be long or if we can't. And all those beliefs are little boxes. And in that moment, those little boxes serve us because they help form our identity or they help us cope with something that we didn't have any other way of coping with at the time. (sighs) But as we get older, the process of truly growing up, not just getting older, but really growing up, is learning how to step out of those boxes and step into who we truly are and and that is expansive free loving connected infinite and you as you step into that part of yourself which is always there kind of calling you home wanting to be found by you as you step into that part of yourself the whole world, the whole universe opens up within you and around you. Because the boxes, the beliefs, the things that we identify with are simply the lens through which we see the world. And if I see the, you, if I see the universe as a scary place, then I'm going to find more and more things that scare me. If I see it as a friendly place and I will find more and more things to affirm that belief. So we need to choose our beliefs in ways that are freeing and not limiting. If you'd rather be free than limited. (laughs) It's your choice. And it's not a comfortable process to challenge our own beliefs, but it is a profoundly powerful one. And so as beliefs come up, as a belief comes up, if it were to say, I am not worthy, I would 100% challenge that belief. Because how do I respond when I believe that? I put myself in an itty-bitty little box. I probably don't try as much to do the things that I really want to do, that that would feel really fulfilling to me. I don't go there because I don't believe I'm worthy of having that, of having that level of happiness, fulfillment, you know, of peace and joy that that could bring me. If I don't believe I'm worthy, I could sabotage my relationships because I may not believe I'm worthy of feeling happy. 
or I may want to hide this thought that's been telling me I'm unworthy. I may want to hide behind that because I don't want anybody else to see that. So I don't let myself be seen and heard and share my voice with the world. Or I might simply cope with it. I might be a highly functioning person (laughs) and I may, you know, do, I might be very successful, but I may still not feel good enough. And that feeling of not believing I'm good enough could steal the joy of all the success that I have and leave me wanting more, achieving more, having more, getting more that becomes an insatiable thirst that I cannot quench outside of myself because that thought is like a hole in the bottom of a bucket that all of that success slips through so it doesn't get to fully nourish me. And so the way to heal that is by challenging the beliefs. And we, challenging, we challenge the beliefs by asking, step one, is it true? And this is an honest question. There's no right or wrong answer. And you may get up, no, it's not. Or you may get up, mm-hmm, definitely. <laughs> Whatever comes up is fine. And the next step after that is to challenge again. Can I be absolutely certain that it's true? And as we ask this question, we start to wiggle it a little bit, as if it were a tooth that needs to come out. We just kind of start giving it a little bit of a wiggle. I'm just loosening that a little bit. And if I ask myself, can I be absolutely certain that it's true? Like, well, mm, what can I be absolutely certain of, really? Not much. So it starts to soften the grip of that belief. Then I ask, who would I be without that thought? Who would you be without the thought that says, you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, any version of that? Can you imagine a life, a world where you didn't have that thought? That didn't appear. And that can feel like a stretch for some people. But I encourage you to give yourself permission to stretch there. Because as you stretch there, you're opening up that world. You're opening up new circuitry in your mind. You're shifting neural pathways from a a thought loop that's that unworthy, not good enough. And you're opening up a new pathway. What would that look like if I didn't have that thought? And that can feel a little uncomfortable because you're rewiring the neural pathways in your mind. (laughs) You can feel like your brain's melting sometimes. But that's okay. That's just part of the process. You know, it's a good workout for your mind. And as you imagine that, who you would be without a thought that says you're unworthy, not good enough. As you imagine who you'd be without that, you might start finding yourself more calm, more at ease, maybe free, whatever it is for you. Give yourself permission to stretch to that place. And as we start opening up to that, we're kind of wiggling that tooth more and more. We're opening up a new doorway, a new thought way of, of possibility. 
because anything is possible, we're opening up a new doorway of possibility within ourselves and by extension around us. Because your elder world is just a reflection of your inner world. If you want to change your life, you need to start within. And the next step is we look at the opposite of that thought. What would the opposite of the thought that says, I'm not good enough be? Or I'm not worthy be? It doesn't need, it could be something unique to you. Or it could some, be simply be, I am enough. I'm more than enough. I am worthy. And at first, it might feel uncomfortable to try that thought on. Maybe you've been wearing this other one, this, you've been in this little tiny box, and it's been really squishy, and, and you got used to that. You got used to the squishiness in that box. But as you step out, it can feel expansive and liberating, but it can also feel unfamiliar, and that can feel a little uncomfortable because that old little box may be trying to hold on, too. It might still be stuck to the bottom of your foot being like, no, you're not worthy. <laughs> but just put it to the side. Just imagine taking that box off of you and placing it next to you and wrapping it in a bubble of light so it doesn't go anywhere. It just stays put. And everything attached to that thought stays there in that box next to you, no longer on you. And imagine yourself putting on a new belief as if you were getting a new hat. And the hat said, I am worthy. Just placing that on your head. Or a cape. A cape feels good. You can grab a cape that says, I am worthy, I am enough, and just tying it around you. Cape feels nice to me. I'm going to go with that one. <sighs> How does it feel to wear that thought? It says, you are enough. You are worthy. Because you are. You're worthy of being here. You're worthy of being yourself. We all are. There's nothing you need to do to be worthy. And maybe or maybe not you were raised in a world where you believe that love and worthiness was conditional. Conditional upon you doing something for someone else or achieving in some specific way. But it's not. It's not conditional. You are worthy of being yourself simply by being here. You are worthy of that. Just as every animal and plant, every tree in the forest is worthy of being the tree that it is. Every dog is worthy of being its delightful self. None of that's conditional. The tree doesn't need to have a certain number of branches or grow in a specific way to be worthy of being a tree. And as a human being, you are not required to achieve, accomplish, or present yourself in any specific way to be worthy of being who you are. <sighs> so trying that on, allowing it to adjust, to settle in, start wearing that thought in, reminding yourself of it regularly, if you'd like to let the other one go. You are ready to move on from that itty bitty little box and step into knowing who you truly are, which is worthy, free, alive, lovable, more than enough. There's nothing that can take that from you 
There's nothing that can change that. And maybe, maybe not. You had a belief that interrupted you realizing that for a while. But if you'd like to now, you can let that go. And so you do a little exercise while we're here. Whether or not that thought for you is worthy, lovable, good enough, I want you to put that in the box next to you. And I want you to imagine we're wrapping it in a bubble of light. And we're imagining a big white sky above us filled with light. And we're just sending that box, that belief, that thought up into the sky. And as you send it up, you can acknowledge it. You can thank it for being here, for helping you to process the world as you knew it at the time. Likely when you were much younger. You try to make sense of a somewhat insane world at times. But now you don't need that anymore. Because now you have this deeper realization of your inherent worthiness and enoughness. And I want you to feel that inside of yourself. Feel the part of you within yourselves, within your heart that knows, that has always known that you are enough. That you are worthy of being here because you are. There's nothing you need to do or make happen for that to be real. That has always been the case. It always will be and there's nothing that can change that. And in you knowing that, you release that old belief fully and completely up into that sky, filled with light, feeling it being sucked into the sky, letting it go, safe, right, and good to let that go, and remember who you truly are, worthy, more than enough, and free. And as you let that go into the sky, just seeing it transforming into light, streaks of light shooting in all directions. Feeling that lightness within you, that ease within you, having let that go. And just feeling raindrops of light pouring down from above and hitting your skin and your face and just drinking in the light and the wisdom from this experience. And as you do that, you grow stronger and even wiser in knowing this truth within you that you are worthy, you are enough, you are more than enough. You always have been, you always will be, and there's not a thing that can change that. And what a joy to remember this about yourself. How liberating, how freeing. Ah, all right. Well, thank you for going on this journey with me. And remember your breath. Remember to breathe and let energy flow through your body. And if you've gone on this journey with me and I can kind of feel you, I'm going to wrap you up in a bubble of life. That's all right. Because you're processing now. You just let go of a, of a foreign object that didn't belong, was not in alignment for you. And now your energy system, the circuit of energy flowing through your mind, body, and spirit is processing and reintegrating with that and filling back up with you. And just imagine filling yourself up with light, <sighs> filling back up with you. And you might feel a little tired after this. You might want to take a nap, and that is just fine. You're simply processing and reintegrating a part of yourself. And you'll feel phenomenal after. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. I'm Abigail Moss. I'm a healer, a coach, and a mentor. I help people heal themselves, remember their purpose, and share their gifts with the world. 
And this is something that you'd like to learn how to do to gain the tools, confidence, and clarity to heal yourself, to remember why you're here and what you came here to do, and to clear the path to bringing that into the world, then reach out to me. You can find me on mindbodyfree.com and you can book a free discovery call. My mentorship program is open to registration now. And you can learn more about the mentorship on mindbodyfree.com slash mentorship. It is a six-month program. We meet every week in a really intimate class size. We meet online. And in that time, we connect for two hours. And it becomes a phenomenal journey of transformation that we go on. It is a safe and sacred container for you to be truly seen, to let go, and to grow. We have people go through so many profound shifts and transformations. I work with people for six months uh, or a year, depending on what they're ready for. I also teach people how to be healers. And in that time period, we've had people leave jobs and start new ones. We've had them change careers to leave their day job and become a healer in their own way, sharing their unique gifts with the world. Have people move homes, cities, and countries to follow a path that feels aligned for them. We learn how to connect with a part of you that knows the way forward. And we do that through learning how to speak with your dreams, how to speak with your body, how to speak with your higher self, how to speak with anything that presents itself in your mind, your body, or your life. And as we do that, anything is possible. And doors which used to feel locked are no longer there. They open up and you have the courage and grace and knowingness of your own worthiness to step through those doors. So if you'd like to learn more, find me on mindbodyfree.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at yourmindbodyfree. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your hearts. Thank you for being here and my love to you. Take care.